This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Miss Kimberly Chi in the house today. Woo! Okay, woo! Are we just going like straight into it? You guys aren't gonna be like. You guys aren't like, hi, this is Trixie and Katya. And oh, we can do guest. that later. We can well, do it later. No, okay. we can do it later. So, uh, we'll do. We'll do. Um, should we do it now? We're waking up in the morning with Dirty Ted and Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> 99.1 WFMK. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kiss okay. 101. Your morning, give me a brownness. <laughs> Dirty Ted and Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> the worst Dirty Ted and Stephanie. I love that. Can I be Stephanie with two Fs? Wait, what's that show? Do you remember when they were on that? What, was it Maria Bamford or something where they're on the radio and it's like, something, something in the douche. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so a radio show. Morning radio is the is the last house on the left. I have done. Have you guys done morning radio on tour, like interviews on tour? I have. Yeah, it's a. I can't. I I've done it. It's always two straight guys. Yep. And there was like, so you do, uh, you do, you do drag. You do, people <laughs> like that, huh? Tell me about that. Yeah. And you're like, uh, there's wigs. Yeah. yeah you put on a wig and people come see you at the show. <laughs> They're always like, what's RuPaul like? Right. Yo. Well, listen, I see what you're doing. I could never do that. I mean, I, 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 can't, I couldn't walk in heels. <laughs> it's just like stupid. Dirty Ted and Stephanie. <laughs> well, welcome to the morning pod. It is the morning. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be in the presence of two bald white men. I, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's called the bald and the beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so you're, oh. the, you're, you're uh, taking up the rear today. You're the beautiful. I'm, I'm the Asian bald. I think you have more hair than us. Yeah, she, yeah, you do. I can see it. You got right, right, right now, right now, right now, right now. Get a tight fade going on there. And Kim has beautiful brows, and I believe you have microblading. Oh, uh, I did like two years ago. Dirt wore now. Yeah. Did you like it or no? I liked it. Yeah. It looks. But so then I real. realized, like half the time, like I'm in drag, so it's like, who am, like, who am I trying to impress? For who? Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? She had. What is like demi permanent? How long does it last? Uh, for a year. Microblading. Oh, is that like the tattoo? It's like it's like a it's not permanent. It's like temporary. And, and is eyebrow this what, tattoo? for a mustache? No, eyebrow. I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, an <laughs> eyebrow. Okay. <laughs> you imagine getting a semi permanent mustache? It looks so real. <laughs> well, basically, they take a little blade and they they basically sketch in hairs, like individual strokes. And you liked yeah. it. I liked it. Yeah. Maybe I could I do that? Well, because if they don't do too many, it just blends in with your real brows and it looks pretty. Yours looks probably the realest I've ever seen. Maybe you, you can show me a picture afterwards. Yeah. yeah. How much did that cost you? Uh, how much did that cost me? Eight hundred dollars. Um, like an average procedure is about eight hundred to one thousand. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That but I mean, it's guess. super detailed and personalized. I mean, mm -hmm. well, I tattoo. I mean, I mean, like every stroke is made with so love. Much. You know? Really? Yeah. You could really. <laughs> 
every she used to be in that she used to be in that business too (laughs) (laughs) but it is pretty amazing if you're like i don't have hair on my head and my brows are not super full so i've wanted to get it for a long time but there's a healing period right um not uh, for like a week yeah do you remember kim when you used to shave your brows and then you would decide to grow them back and there would be that that's how I learned about the hateful middle stage. I'm like, the middle stage is the worst because <laughs> your hair is so hard and spiky. So no matter how much glue you put on, it's not going to be glued down. Oh, yeah. What's the strategy? Just like a glitter moment every day? You just have to not do drag. Sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can't do drag with those spikes. Or, you know what I did? Because I actually had to get in drag. Glitter. But like really big, chunky craft glitter. Yeah. Will cover that. anything. Yeah. And then whenever like people are like getting close to you meeting grade, you just tell them, I'm sorry, I'm having a bad makeup day. Or you just say, I'm sick. I'm so <laughs> sick. Don't get too close to I me. go, I'm sick of you. <laughs> Leave the meeting. Trixie. <laughs> no, Kim and I, we, uh, I forget what tour it was, Kim, where we had like an at-length discussion about how like when you're a drag queen on tour, you got to pick your battles with glitter. Yeah. Because five days a week, glitter on your face. Yeah. Oh, my, that shit will like burn your skin. That shit will scar your skin. Yeah. Unless you're doing... Really specific amounts that you change the, the location and you take it off like with duct tape or something. Yeah. But I mean, you will start to eat away at your lids because yeah. then this, like the scrubbing. The scrubbing, yeah. It's like you exfoliate that top of level, uh, that layer of epidermis off of your eyelid. Yeah. I'm like I'm sure that cheap glitter is just like colored with lead and all yeah. sorts of things that's not good for your well, body. Well, speaking of glitter, I have to tell you, I really enjoy your products. Oh, thank Ms. you. G. Yeah, that... I have I have a one small bone to pick with you, but I have to, I have to tell you that um that uh the the thing the, the, the diamond shards yeah diamond shards I yeah. love it so much I use it every single time I get in drag it's every so easy to like apply glitter right it is fan fucking tastic but why do you have seventeen gold colors I feel like because gold for like every different like skin shade I must be colorblind with as in regard to gold I need a blue I need a purple. Tell me they're coming. I love they're, they're coming. coming. They're all coming. Tell the black is it Onyx is called a black one. The black is fantastic. Yeah. It's like black with beautiful, it's so like good. a silver pigment. Yeah. Yes, yeah. perfect so for like a smoky eye. Just dab a little the into the pink, middle of your eye. And then the new pink, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with. They're uh-huh. so and the white, awesome. the white, the, the white silvery. is my silvery. Like, it's like a it's like an off world dominance. Yeah, that yes, one. that's oh. like my um. Have I messed up my glue on my eyebrow and do I need to put glitter over it? And I'll use that. They're so fantastic. They stay the whole. I can't believe how how well they wear. And it's very glittery. Yes, it's, very actually, glittery. it's actually glittery. And it sh- uh, the the most concealer, this mm-hmm. whore wears oh, it on her face. I she love wears, she does the a full concealer. Face oh my god! And the new the that whole the uh, the fourteen hundred eyeshadows you just released <laughs> that came in the, beautiful. I am so I'm so into it. And I'm when the when you're uh, you did the palette with Naomi and that came, I was like extremely suspicious because all because <laughs> all the colors are so they look so bright and I was like these are these are gonna be shit. No, I saw the selfie you They're posted. Amazing. They look amazing. They're yeah. so yeah. beautiful. They're, I'm so thank you so much for sending me all that stuff. Of course, I love it. And if you guys are listening, um, all of them are available on kimchishakebeauty.com. That's Wink. right, kimchishakebeauty. You better go. You better go ahead and subscribe to that channel. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, yeah. You guys have beautiful, beautiful content, and the looks that people do. The people who buy your makeup and post the looks, like yeah, these are Next really level, talented right? people yeah. who are not professional makeup artists. They're just. Feeling the fantasy. I feel like yeah. that's like the um, direction like the makeup world is like heading to. It's not just about like makeup artists telling people what to do, but it's about people at home mm-hmm. creating totally. trends. The democratization of beauty. <laughs> yeah. And at the, the sordid topic of coin along that lines, I don't know if you guys have noticed this at your company, but what, 
with COVID, we saw like a little drop immediately. And then people are buying as much makeup as always now or more, even though they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, makeup is for you. Exactly. But I think in the beginning of COVID, everyone was like, I don't shower. I don't wear cologne. I don't do anything. Yeah. 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 And then they were like, one day they looked in the mirror and they were like, it's time. It's time. I'm not wearing (laughs) pants, but I'm going to wear a full beat. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) It's it's zoom, zoom drag. Seriously. I feel like the new trend is like having like the most like, you know, the best zoom background. I've seen some like crazy shit with the Zoom backgrounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then just like the face fully done. Well, and I was telling like, somebody naked. this about Zoom. You can take a, a HD picture of the room you're in when it's clean. Oh. And as long as the lighting doesn't change, you can sit there and keep a green screen up or whatever. Use your Zoom background and it just looks like your living room. That's incredible. Because yeah. I was That's watching incredible. some YouTubers and I was like, or they were doing lives. And I was like, how do they switch from green screen to their living room so fast. And I was like, their living room is fake. That's a picture. Incredible. That is smart. I know. That is Incredible. smart. I'm going to take a picture of your living room. You really you like it? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Trixie lives in a, in a palace. I love this house. You know what? And I, there's somebody really rich coming over to do a video, really rich. And I was like, well, just so you know, I don't have rap home money. I have reality TV money because I was like, this is like by far the fanciest house I've ever had mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as someone kn- who's been to your various houses um <laughs> i will vouch for this, this i like that we we're, we're pivot we're trying to plug kim's product and she goes no let's talk about all the shitty houses you've ever had <laughs> you segued no we were listen me and if you want to talk modest beginnings when i tell you me and kimberly are we talking when about the you- garden level apartment <laughs> how did you know wait how long have you known each other god since like two, 2013 okay maybe and you've yeah. lived together no, no, no. We were doing gigs together so often that I would come to Chicago, stay in her room in her bed with her, okay. yep. and sleep like vampires. Okay. <laughs> and that's how I learned that kimchi sometimes falls asleep with her glasses on, with her laptop on her chest, listening to Celine Dion, ear splitting levels. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Kim loves Celine. You still love Celine? I love Celine. Oh my God. Is that even a question? Yeah. Who doesn't love Celine? And she's Do only gotten better with time because now she's off the, she's, she's like an psycho. Yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, do you, do you fuck with her Ave Maria? Do you know her, um, her uh, rendition of Ave Maria? No. Oh, you, I, am I behind on my Celine no, this content? Is, no, this is a while ago, but it's, um, I'm sure you know it. It's from a Christmas album. Some I'll, I'll, after the pub, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pull it up for you. Is it hard being, is owning a cosmetics empire? Is it hard? Um, I mean, it's all fun. So it, it doesn't fun. feel like work. Yeah. Yeah, really. It's okay. a lot more, um, it's a lot more admin work than you think it is. Mm. It's like, you think it's just like list lipstick. Yes. Mm. But like the steps into that are like unending. Yeah. You're approving. You're in the lab with color swatches and goggles. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot more like thing. And by the time a product comes out, you like, oh, I remember when that started 16 months ago. So like, you know what I mean? And then are you like over it by the time the product comes out? Or? Yeah. Like by the time it comes out, it's like, well, then you have to do the photo shoot and all that. And, and then you're so- like, check out this new product. And I know. you've been touching it every day for the past like year and a half. Totally. <laughs> yeah. That's what Amy said. Because a while ago, she was like, we were like, we should do something together. And she told me how long it takes. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh honey, when I did Oh Honey with Sugar Pill, you did a product with Sugar Pill too. I did, yeah. It took probably, Oh Honey probably took at least a year. And it was worth it because I still use that fucking palette. To it's this great. Day. It's we want to do an Oh Honey too, like a second installment of it. Please do. And you did a, like a, I wear your, that, that, I know it's probably the gross right now. Shadow. The, yes, and the lipstick, that's my Halloween color every year. Yeah, because originally <laughs> we wanted to like launch it before the season eight like rolled out. 
but obviously makeup takes time forever so, and they're coming out like later in that year not to mention independent makeup uh sugar pill kimchi oh, right. like that's not revlon because you're you know, not dealing in millions of quantities. Yes, and we don't yeah. own a lab. Also, right. I think that was like around the time where, um, like, Jeffree Star, like, was causing all the labs to be backed up, right? Because, like, all his stuff was selling so well that uh-huh. there was just, oh, like, that he was the just factories like couldn't, like, keep one. up with the quantity. Yeah, I mean, especially as a new company, I don't know. I, I actually don't even know what which labs you guys use. But for us, sometimes it's like, if that's the same lab that makes all these huge brands... I know that I'm not the top priority for right. you. You know what I mean? I get it. You ever Especially. thought about mixing it in the tub? <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. In the Locked bathtub, up. let's yeah. go. Get some pigments, get yeah. some more. Yeah. Did, um, how long ago, has it always been your dream to have a makeup company? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. You're achieving your dreams. Do you feel satisfied? I've always wanted to be a boss, but like a hard <sighs> one. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kim fires people for no reason. Yeah. Like the one where you like, I come into the office and everybody stops breathing for a second. <laughs> They're afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's incredible but i mean no that it's not you really are i mean dead or i think you're probably the best makeup artist for drag queens absolutely no no no, no, no. the best drag makeup artist is layla mcqueen yeah layla i mean yeah layla is really good layla mcqueen is like oh my god i feel like you're you're like um you're just like an artist i feel oh. like you're like your makeup skills go broad like they go they span yeah. much more of a broad kind of depends net. on my motivation like yeah. how motivated am i today for cleaner lines <laughs> right <laughs> or con- like conceptual looks i mean yeah layla is really like who <sighs> wouldn't want to look like layla that look is very uh it's right on that line between like an instagram makeup and like a showgirl makeup mm-hmm. where it's like it looks good in person it looks everything so is like perfectly blended perfect Perfectly. yeah yeah, and and she has the best blend and the best graphic lines. She does. It's she so really incredible. Does. Yeah, she's bomb. She doesn't have that um, alcoholic hand. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, maybe she does. Yeah, maybe you just got to shake does. your body with it at the same time. <laughs> she's fierce. You, I think you probably are one of the best because I also something that you do is when you're on tour and stuff, you never do the same makeup twice. And like when I change a color in my makeup, I think I've moved mountains. Yeah, you've reinvented the wheel. <laughs> yeah, Kim you like guys. changes the look, the like the shapes on her face. Yeah, yeah. I just I, get bored of doing the same thing. So like, if I were just doing the same face every day, I probably would have quit drag. <laughs> really? Oh damn. Yeah. It, I don't have a huge problem with it, only because like the people I wanted to be like look the same every day. I mean, both yeah. your makeup is iconic, so there's like no need for you to change it. You so. did a good job on it. Kim did it on my channel and she kind of slayed it. I so, I haven't I haven't seen that. I saw your Halloween look, which was incredible when you guys were the Boulé oh, brothers. Oh, the Boulé oh, brothers. brothers. That yeah. was fantastic. And I have such fantastic. a hard time drastically changing my makeup. So that I had was to a drastic s- change. Yeah, I remember when you dressed I up tried. as Katya and you looked nothing like Katya. <laughs> nothing, nothing, at all, nothing at all. But no, but there was a it was a black eye and a red lip. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in a red nightgown. Two inches of white underneath, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I always do. <laughs> I, it was just so your, just your signature yeah, look. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It was hard. And then um, you just have a way of like changing the look totally and doing things nobody's ever done. Like, do you remember this was so long ago? You did that eye look that was all geometric shapes. The square one? Yes. And I was like, who would even think of that? Are you an illustrator? I used to be. So my okay. background is fine arts and graphic design. Oh, that so. makes perfect sense. Because a lot of great makeup artists can't translate to 2D. But really? ob- but I'm not surprised that, that that's your background because you have such a like illustrative um, approach to makeup on. But just it's so different though. Like mm-hmm. I'm an illustrator and I couldn't, doing makeup was very difficult because it's the bleh. It's just different medium, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. I've always yeah. loved like playing with different mediums and 
being touchy feely with the, yeah. that sounds gross. <laughs> I think you also have richer references than most drag queens. Most drag queens are pulling from the same four pop stars. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And you're probably um, oftentimes doing your own thing in that department. Mm-hmm. Off in my own world. Yeah. Who, who, who is your ultimate, like who are some of the ultimate pillars of, of uh, female beauty for you? I mean, Pat McGrath. Okay. Like just the work that she's done, you know, like Beautiful. on the runways, like game changer. You did makeup for her. I did. Yeah. Kim did, did makeup for Fashion Week for her. Oh, what was that like? In Paris. Hey. Tell us everything. <laughs> um, was, Basically, um, I wasn't necessarily like, doing anything, but I was just like backstage, just like watching like all the makeup artists work and just like assisting. And it was behind the stages of Givenchy, Louis Vuitton, Stella McCartney. Holy shit. Um, Mew Mew. So just like seeing all these like supermodels up close and were they just 14 years old yep <laughs> they're just also flawless. young and they're also like scared and like timid oh, and wow. i saw kim kardashian backstage at the Givenchy show like five hours before she was robbed <gasps> wow no way yeah and did wow. they see you and her in the same yeah. room when the robbery happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you had five hours to plan it. That's that's ambitious. I was like, yeah. oh, so this bitch is here. <laughs> I saw her at the American the or the influencer awards, and I was God just like, damn it. whoa! It was crazy to see it. her. I saw her and Tyra the same night, and I was like, whoa! Is she very short? Is she um, short. She's, short. she's yeah. so curvy. It really mm-hmm. is like like a like a genie bottle. Yeah. But also, wow. she's like way tinier than you think she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because she's curvy, like on camera, like. She gets captured kind of like bigger. Yeah, she does. But she's okay. still a tiny person. Okay. We're going to take a break. Okay. Good transition. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. And we're back and with we're Dirty back. Ted and Stephanie. <laughs> Dirty Ted and Stephanie. <laughs> And our super special guest star, Kimberly Chi. Kimberly Chi. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Kim, Kim and I have known each other, what, 2012, 13, 13? 13, yeah, probably going on seven years, eight years. And I think I saw Kim at market days outside. I remember it was like, I, I think you were working for this party company. And I remember it was like the end of market days and you were in drag. You were flowers on your head, long hair. And you were like, put, you were like collapsing a table, <laughs> like, like taking down the event alone in drag. I was, and I was a like, down and dirty bitch. girl, you know, like wow. I've done, oh God, I used to, before like I made it in drag race, I've done all sorts of weird shit in drag. Yeah, like, we what? both, do you remember that Soho House gig, Kim? Oh my God. <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? Kim and I were fortunate enough at a certain point to get a lot of odd gigs, especially yep. in Chicago. Don't you think there was a lot of gigs where they were like a straight gig really looking bizarre. for one drag queen? Yep. Oh, okay. And one time Shuttle we did an event. Moss. We did an event. We met on Facebook. I messaged her and was like, I like your, here's some pic. I think I sent you videos of me performing. Yep. I was like, please book me. And she and did. I was like, all right. And then what, years later, we do this event at the Soho House, and it's me and Kim. New at Year's the, Eve, right? New Year's Eve. Yep. New Year's Eve in Chicago at the Soho House. And it was really fun, but uh, we got a nice big private, remember that bathroom? Yep. 
we like were, the bathroom was huge. It was like the size of a mansion, like a mansion bathroom. And it was one of those hotels that has like a boxing ring. Like it's yep. fancy. So whole house is glam. Okay. And I've been to the LA one. That Chicago one is beautiful. Like okay. you can only get a membership if you're an artist, but like a rich artist. Yeah. I think the Weird. yearly membership is like just to, just to be able to go there period. I think there's like an entry fee of like, it's not like 30 grand or something. Something ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, just to go. Oh, keep the riffraff out. Yeah, keep yeah. out the trash. The trash. Um, so Kim and I got booked there, and it was fun, and um, we got a huge dressing room to just get ready by ourselves, and they knew they wanted us to do numbers, but they didn't really plan <laughs> out. Oh, no one knew no. where we were going to perform no, or when. No. So for Trixie, they put her on top of a bookshelf. On top of a bookshelf. That is maybe like four by four yeah six feet off the ground maybe it's just a bookshelf in the middle like you step out of an elevator and there's a decorative bookshelf and i'm standing on it lip syncing queen bee queen bee (laughs) and then kim kim had it worse i think you went first because kim they just had her on the floor and they started kim's song kim's doing we are siamese if you please because the theme was like 1920s and my idea at the time was like uh, the Orientalism was really big in the 1920s, so let me perform this side. Okay. Kim tried to give these rich people concept. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and so Kim is luckily a few inches taller than everyone else, and the music starts, and the music's about half as loud as it should be. You couldn't oh. even, I couldn't even hear the music. Literally oh, barely hear it. No. And Kim is in the middle of a crowd, swishing, doing <laughs> we are Siamese, and people, when I'm telling you, are either not noticing her, or like, backing or up like slowly. what is she doing? <laughs> yeah. She gets through the number, like no applause. People barely knew the number was happening, but the money was good. The money, the money was cute at the time. The money was like, oh my god, we're rich. We're like, you know oh, what, we're though? getting new wigs and a dinner. Yeah, that, in that though, that I mean, I've been in a variety of humiliating performance experiences, and that doesn't sound bad because you can just pretend that you're not performing. Yeah, you're not yep. on a stage with the music half as loud as it should be yeah. with everybody yep. expecting a show. So that's not that bad. The that's quiet the, music is really hard. When you yep. can hear yourself lip syncing. When you can hear the shoes scuff the floor. <laughs> yeah, like college gigs especially. Uh-huh. Yes, like always. I've, oh my God, I've done always. a college gig here at like, I think it was USC or something. Yeah. And the music was so, 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 so quiet yeah. that I could hear myself breathe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean the colleges, if people don't know who are listening, the colleges are usually given, their LGBT centers given yeah. a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, if they don't use it, they lose it. Yep. So if they have money left over, where they usually book a famous drag queen for yeah. the gay people of the college. And the college kids are thrilled. Yep. Yes. However, Great. it's usually in a carpeted multifunction room with yes. no yep. spotlight. Or cafeteria. Or cafeteria. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, and it's like, it's just so humiliating. I We did at North Northeastern University, we did every year, it was the coveted college gig. And you go out on the carpet and you're like, why didn't we do a sound check? Why didn't we do a sound check? We know every year is going to be horrible. And every year it was. Yeah. It was like, I could hear, and it's like, everybody's so excited mm-hmm. and it's just so awkward. Or Se- when they start seated. screaming, that you, you legit can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then they scream. They're also not drunk, so they scream when you not come drunk. out, and then they sit quietly. And they sit quietly and watch the show, and you're like, "Oh, this which is isn't so what, humiliating." Yeah, I don't know how to do this. It's really sobering sometimes when you realize how much alcohol is part of a drag show because mm-hmm. when it, when mm-hmm. everyone's 18 and they've never even been to a real drag show, oh my god, it's yeah. a little shocking. Yeah. But you know who I really give props to. Shangela, because mm-hmm. Shangela is the queen of college gigs. Like, it doesn't matter where the college is. Like, it could be like somewhere in the middle of like nowhere. Backswamp Shangela University. will be there. Yeah. yeah, performing her like fifteen minute like mix. With, Beyonce like, mix. Beyonce mix. Yo, Instagramming the whole performance. And the sound could be low, but Shangela is just like turning it out, shaking Serving. her head, like giving she- desk drop. Well, those college gigs pay good. They pay yeah, better they than got clubs. Money. So, girl, yeah. tour the colleges. <laughs> and, and you know what's great about the college gigs? Starts at usually seven. 
You're done by 9.30. Yep. Oh, yeah. And because there's no alcohol, you're not dealing with any drunk people. Yep. Right. Yeah. And all the kids are actually respectful. Yeah. So respectful. Terrified of you. Yeah. They think you're a celebrity. Yeah. And a lot of those schools have an annual endowment that's bigger than most countries' GDPs. So, yeah. Like Harvard, they have- You done with GDP? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's tough, those college gigs. But, I mean, they're always- I'm going to be honest. I never feel like doing them. And then afterward, I'm always like in bed at 10.30. Like, this was nice. Before the, <laughs> before Drag Race, it was the only high-paying gig. Yeah. The college ones. It's yeah. still probably- Unless you're touring yeah. a solo show, it's probably some of the best-paying gigs there However, are. However, yeah. before Drag Race, I don't know if you, this was your experience. If you do a college gig- which is probably pays like what two hundred to like five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, didn't you for, do a Chicago as like a local one? Queen? Huh? You did a Chicago one, right? I did, yeah. But the problem is, they literally take like months or two to pay you. Oh, oh. sometimes six months. Yep. Yeah. And for yeah. like a struggling drag queen who probably yeah. spent like the loss of your money to like Uber there to get there. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like waiting hello? for that like yeah. waiting for that check to come in the mail is like brutal. Yeah. When you transitioned from a local queen to a drag race queen, did you? Um, how was that adjustment? Did you live? Did you love it? Did you live? Did, Did you, you live? <laughs> Did you live, girl? <laughs> the audience loves me. Kim was, I mean, I not was to, loving them. Not, you were famous before Drag Race. Not to no, toot her horn. She was pretty, at least Instagram famous okay. compared to most of us. Okay. Yeah, so I was already doing like a lot of like um, out of state gigs. Yeah. You're, like, shut the fuck up. No, Kim was like traveling before. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. so this is old hat for you. But it's just like. Came on like a bigger scale, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure the obviously the pay. Yeah, obviously the pay like increase was like drastically yeah. different. You like making money, <laughs> <laughs> but Kim started like a. But the difference say, is, oh, go ahead. The, but the difference is when you haven't been on Drag Race. Um, I feel like people just like appreciate everything you do like way more. Yes, and then after you go on Drag Race, people like look at you with like the same way like they watch a show. Oh yeah, mm. like as if like they're like Michelle Visage, mm. like picking apart everything you do on stage. A hundred percent. People also like the fans of drag. Period. They are more into saying so and so doesn't get enough. Like th that's the oh, cool thing yeah. to say versus like I've noticed everybody like the more quote unquote famous I got, the more critical become of you. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. if you're like a queen who went home fifth, who doesn't have yeah. her own tour, people are like, you're the best. Yeah. And then yeah. you're, if that same queen, maybe I'm triggered, goes on to win a television show and have hit mm -hmm. album stuff. People mm -hmm. are like, but do you deserve it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, but she can't even do this. But yeah. it's like, does yeah. she have to be able to do that? Like, yeah. Or I love the fans taking a break from DMing Queens to kill themselves to DM Jeffrey Bauer Chapman to tell him to kill himself. And then go back. Like the judges are too hard on the Queens. Anyway, so-and-so yeah. please end it all. Please kill yourself. Yeah. It's so funny because uh, the judges jobs are to judge. And I feel like this year they've, People have been so critical, and it's like, well, you're the audience. You're yeah. not being paid to judge, and you're. I think people are just more critical because they're sitting at home. Yeah, nothing yeah. else to do. Armchair but drag. Talk about the show that you just watched Arm online. <laughs> Armchair drag queens. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag armchair drag queens. Well, I, the, I think that my fa the favorite thing you've ever said, like I've ever heard you say, is. I won't, you don't teach me how to do drag. I won't teach you how to be a dumb bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't tell me how to do drag. I won't tell you how to be a stupid bitch. I'll have no chill. No chill anymore. Seriously. I mean, the fans are pretty, you're like very universally loved, I think. Yeah, thank God. Because you're I? so, you're, I think people celebrate you for what you're good at, which your attitude toward drag has always been. Kim celebrates queens for what they're good at. Yeah. 
I don't see you're a very nice person. Well, am oh, I? I? <laughs> wow, Trixie, wow. <laughs> I gave you my bed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kim used to, yeah, Kim used to sleep at probably all my apartments in Milwaukee. Yeah. In my garden level. Did you sleep on the love sack? I've slept on the love sack. <laughs> I used to have a love sack. And for that, some reason, every meal had is, to be pizza. Like you ate pizza like there was no tomorrow. My diet in my 20s was really not. It left. It was pizza and candy. Yep. Oh, like I just. I'm still there. Kim told people. I'm going to tell you what you told. Kim told Amy from Sugar Pill. When you meet Trixie, just so you know, when you give her a hug, she crinkles because her pockets are full of candy wrappers. <laughs> it was true at the time, though. I was so into candy. I'll never forget the time where we went out for like an actual lunch when I was visiting Milwaukee, and I think I got like a nice like stir fry or like veggie stir fry with some like chicken and something. Trixie ordered. Broccoli cheddar soup, fried cheese curds, and she was dipping the fried cheese curds into the broccoli cheddar soup, and that was her meal. Wisconsin, wow. Wisconsin, and all those rappers cut to cut to ten years later when your brown chiclets are getting oh. ripped out of your face. <laughs> cut to the cut to Doctor Sun being like, "Were you a pirate? <laughs> Did you work as a pirate? <laughs> How many beer bottles have you opened with yeah. these teeth? Do you have rickets? <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was different times, but uh." I always, I, you were like at the when I first met Kim. I was I'd never seen somebody do drag like you did. Really? Don't you think? Like I feel like my numbers back then were like more conceptual and weirder, way mm. weirder. Like Kim looked, let's be honest, better than like all of us, mm -hmm. and all of her looks were right on the line of like fashion and like fantasy. Oh wow! And then her numbers would always be a song no one really knows. Mm -hmm. And so there's just something very magical about that. Did you ever, did you ever encounter audiences like kind of, I mean, if when you do songs that people don't know or like you do anything that's a little offbeat, did you ever encounter people like, mm? or were people, you know, I've never had that issue personally just because, um, just cause you're so good. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I think but, she also goes into it knowing they might uh, not yeah, know this no, song. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the thing is like, I like to perform the songs that I listen to. And those just happens to be the song that not everybody might know, but I like listening to a lot of indie pop, you know, yeah. just like my jam. Yeah. Because I feel like if I can't connect to the music, like I'm not going to feel it. Right. Yeah. But I feel like the more I do this, like the more I get like anxiety about performing now. Back then I was just like, I'm just going to do whatever, have fun, be stupid. Totally. Yeah. But now I feel like every move that I do, it's like, oh my God, they're well, It's also being me. videotaped. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Yes. And disseminated across the world instantly. And then YouTube comments are like, she can't even walk. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, all right. And when you're right. doing five gigs a week too, like, I don't know about you guys, if my if I had gigs Tuesday through Sunday, I'd pack one suitcase of looks and do the probably same numbers at every show. Yep. And then it becomes a white noise of like, all right, my music's starting. Yeah. You're not nervous. Yeah. But now it always feels like, yeah. maybe it's getting older. Maybe. Maybe it's getting smart enough to know like, wow, I guess when I was younger, I was so dumb. I didn't realize how many people were watching. I feel like I was like <laughs> way more fearless back then. And now like, is this song going to offend somebody? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, have you been canceled? Not yet. Um, <laughs> I've been canceled over something that wasn't my fault. The Florida thing last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yes, I remember yes. that. I remember being uh, particularly delighted to see you canceled. <laughs> It's fun to watch like a, the yeah. Care Bear of Drag yeah, go down, yeah, yeah. you know? I, was like, I mean, like the whole thing was like not my fault. It was like the booking agent who I don't work with anymore. But when you're canceled, people just don't want to see it. Like, it doesn't matter what your story is. Oh, it they doesn't just want to cancel all. you. Oh, it doesn't even matter. And they want that apology and they want it quick. Yo. They want it. Yeah. And that's why we're going to give you this opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're wondering why I came on this podcast. Well, it's time to address the truth.
and nothing but the truth. <laughs> Katya and I always say, what's the one we say all the time? Your silence this is a video is, I oh, never yeah, thought, thought I would make. <laughs> yeah. I was completely blindsided. <laughs> oh, your silence is deafening. Your silence is deafening. It speaks volumes. Speaks volumes. Yes. And the other day, Courtney Act said, like, Courtney Act tweeted, like, I got white eyeliner in my eye, and now I feel like I have cataracts. And I responded, this is dangerous rhetoric, weaponizing <laughs> weaponizing the vocabulary of people with cataracts, and it's disappointing, and I'm unfollowing. Because <laughs> for some reason, tearing down Courtney, was probably the most PC person, yeah, was so funny to me. <laughs> this is dangerous rhetoric. But we've all been doing drag long enough, like, None of yeah. us started drag because we wanted everybody to like us. It wasn't because everyone thought we were cool. Like in 2012, which I know you've been doing drag longer than us. 2006. And I've been doing drag, what, maybe two years longer than you, Kim? How old two, are you? Uh, I am 33. 33. And you started in... I you started in the fall of 2012. Uh-huh. And I started in like 2008. Eight, yeah. But Kim wow. was so good so fast. You really were. Think uh, Kim started in 2012. And she looked like that good in 2000. I don't know. I look like a foot. Oh, come <laughs> on. You did it. It is no. funny to look back and think like, whoa, me and Kim were wearing so much makeup, uh, which is like nothing yeah. compared to now. Yeah. But I do think when I met Kim, it because we were getting ready together so often, it became almost like, now that I sit next to somebody who also wears a lot of makeup, the sky is the limit. Yeah. But not only we used to wear a lot of makeup, it kind of became like a competition to see like who can be yeah. in the most pain and hold out the longest because yeah. we'd, hold, we'd host these parties and we put on like the heaviest like headpieces that we uh, made ourselves. Just, it's like a ton of hot glue. Trash, garbage, yeah. painted garbage, and, toys. Like, uncomfortable yeah. outfit and heels and then just host a party from like what? Circuit parties. 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. Are we, you we, fucking serious? Me, her, Shay, Pearl would host, Vixen, yep. would host circuit parties. For so seven hours. Yeah. No. So guys in no. fanny tracks. Would be comfortable dancing on drugs, yeah. And we would be there in. I mean, martyrs. There was a party where Kim wore a white metal birdcage, th this big at least, on her head with a live bird in it. For what? Six hours. Six hours. Yeah. The the, the feats. And by the way, the money was fine, but the feats we were going to were really crazy. But I yep. think it's because we honestly, Kim really Holy set the shit. level. Of, I always felt like. It's Kim's party. I have to look the best I've ever looked if I can. That's insane. I go-go dance one time, never do it again. In retrospect, I should have just wanted to flash. None of the circuit boys were looking at us. No one was looking at our no phone. One. Oh, no one cares about us. They look at us. each other and they're trying to find you know? Kay. Well, they get a picture with us and then they go look at each other. Yeah. You know? There was something fun. Do you remember though, Kim? Do you remember being like 2 a.m. and we're in pain, but we get a case of the fuckets and then we're on stage like <laughs> yep. wiggling. Like, wiggling and oh, trying nice. to like go-go dance, give yeah. them like extra, but no one is looking at us. <laughs> no, one, no one. Nobody. Me, Kim, yeah. Pearl, and Shay giving the only no movement. Wiggling. <laughs> wiggling and <laughs> mossing like the worst little song if you know it. <laughs> Everybody needs a man. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Let's get soaking wet. Circuit. We were circuit, circuit parties. Parties. Yeah. yeah. That's my idea of hell. It was fun at the time because at least we weren't really expected to perform usually. Mm -hmm. So we got to turn looks that were really like okay. fragile and crazy. Yeah. That's cool. And also like, I mean, growing up, you know, like as a sheltered gay, I was never exposed to that culture. So then mm. being fully thrown into that life, yeah. it was something fun and refreshing at the time. Mm. Yeah. You were so famous in Chicago so fast. 
Among the circuit, like, people, yeah. In clubs and stuff. I mean, your no. name was so good. You were taller than everybody else, and you looked, yeah. she looked really amazing. How many How many times did you audition for Drag Race? Just one? One, yeah. Wow. How many times did you audition? Five. Damn. Five or six, I think. Yeah, five. At least five. At least five. Wow. Yeah. Like you once. only did one. Mm. Wow. I'm the booger. <laughs> <laughs> booger. Fully booged. Yeah, I did it, because me and Pearl did it. And then Kim did it the next year, and then Shay did it the next year. But I don't know how many times Shay auditioned or anything. I'm not sure. I think maybe like two or three. I I mean, this is just, I love us. I love Pearl. I love everyone. Shay was the one out of all of us where I was like, that whore will win Drag Race. Because yep. mm. she was just so good at everything. She was really, really good at everything. And she was hardworking. Like, she would go to... She would go to a cabaret show and then quickly like run and like do our show with us. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And then like go like do another show like afterwards. She what would because she could dance. Yeah, she could rap. Yeah, she could burlesque. Not to mention yeah. we're gluing things to things. Yeah, Shay's at her house Actually making a corset things. from scratch. Yeah, 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 and she's gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous. And she wears a lot of makeup. She wore a lot then, but she wears. I mean, she used to wear really. Mm-hmm. Just Chicago was really a city of big makeup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chicago is a, a city of good drag. I wish Chicago. I wish New York would shut the fuck up, and then <laughs> Chicago would maybe like speak. You know what I mean? Every, everybody on Drag Race is like, "I'm from New York, New York City." Yeah, <laughs> but Chicago is really where it's at with the drag. Yeah, I mean, don't you think Kim? Like, there was sort of a stereotype we always thought about, which was like. LA was the stereotype of naked drag queens in swimsuits trying to be on TV. Oh, no, no. I think, like, the joke was, like, New York is where failed broad actor, fraud, failed Broadway actors do drag. Yeah. yeah. And LA is where <laughs> failed actors do drag. And Chicago is where failed artists do drag. Oh, <laughs> totally. Oh, that's, that's hard, deep, and vicious. And yeah. the other kind of stereotype was that, like, in Chicago, we... Like in the, in the Midwest, at least, we looked great, but we're bad performers. And I mean, okay. I think there was probably a little truth to that compared to like New York queens who are backflipping and doing and comedy and singing. like yes. crusty the And hosting clown. like shows for like two hours straight. Yeah. Like just themselves and the mic. But they're in like a low ponytail wig oh, with like a hoodie. Looking like whodunit. Yeah. Looking like whodunit. So, yeah. and then in New York, it was like naked drag queens with real hair wigs. In New York? LA. Or is LA. LA. LA's yeah. Naked, yeah. yeah. And then or, where we, I mean, don't you think we kind of went too above and beyond? I mean, I remember us doing like nail changes. We did nail changes between That's numbers. Insane. And these That's nails were like insane. contact lens like changes. Three inch like like claws. Yes, we all wore claws long. And they had to be painted, you know, painted like. Painted to match the outfit. Yep. We, do you remember how many times we'd be out there before the gig spray painting nails in the street? Yep. Because they had to make nails to match the outfits. What are you trying to prove? Girl, what are you trying I don't to know. prove? It was Who just like you? a thing that was happening in Chicago at okay. the time. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, it was just among each other because the audience didn't care. Yeah. It was just. It was us like a competition like, among us to like one up each other. Wow. Yeah. Like yep. I noticed you have four stones on your fingers. I have five. You know. <laughs> the only Dude. thing we were doing between numbers is sucking dick by the dumpster. <laughs> so I guess we didn't really do any of that. You didn't know. Never. I were pretty like asexual drag queens. Wasn't an erotic endeavor at all for you. I think like even like among our friend group at the time, no one was like really hooking up in drag. Interesting. No. No. It's very Boston. We really, we really felt like. I mean, not to be like artsy, but we really <laughs> felt like not dressed up sexy. We felt yeah. dress, we felt dressed up like art clowns. Pieces. Yeah, 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 clowns. Yeah. Clown. Mm-hmm. And the, even though everybody looked good, I do feel like that city to this day has a you. You can look great and act a fool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can look like a piece of art and then do a stupid number, uh-huh. and that can. I be feel a like thing. our entire existence was basically making fun of drag. 
Yeah. Uh, like the same, yeah. 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 Like we perform like the dumbest songs possible and then do the dumbest shit on stage mm-hmm. while looking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like ridiculously put together, but also like stupid at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be the random gigs. I mean, but, but do you remember like Milwaukee Pride or like there'd be a few gigs that paid good that were sort of like outside the club, but gigs like that weren't, you don't really make money. No, I mean, you don't really make money. I was always living check to check in drag. Yo. Always, always. Never had anything saved up. Yeah. Like sometimes I would overdraw my account, taking Uber to the club, get paid, deposit on the way home. So Damn. I don't like overdraw my account. Oh yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, taxis were so cheap in Chicago. It is like Uber anywhere is like between like $5, Taxi, Yeah, Taxis in Chicago, like to, from Kim's house to the gig, five bucks. Wow. I don't know why they're so cheap in that city. Yeah, I don't know. But it's great. Did you ever get um did you ever get hit on by the taxi driver in drag? Never. Really? Never. Everyone else have. I never have. <laughs> that is shocking to me. Like it's- I rarely get it. Because you know how like everyone can get those like messages from like the chasers? Yeah. I've never gotten those messages. <laughs> I don't believe it. No, I'm like <laughs> I wish I got those messages, but I never gotten those messages. Oh never got the chasers. I don't believe it. This like, was supposed to be my year to hook up and drag, and then Corona said, "Yeah, she's so she's waiting to she's waiting to put that turtleneck on." <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to put that turtleneck, black turtleneck on. <laughs> um, Should we take another break? Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Woo. And we're back with Dirty Ted and Stephanie. <laughs> Welcome to Bald and the Beautiful after midnight. <laughs> the Bald and the Beautiful uh-huh. after midnight. My teeny tiny. Oh my god! <laughs> tiny bussy. Oh, Kim, you miss you miss touring. I do. I genuinely yeah. do. I miss being able to travel to places. And <gasps> can I ask you yeah. about work the world? Yes, of course. You may ask me. I think. Tell me about it. Okay. We've never been on it. We've never. Been, I've. I've never. I've actually never seen it live. Oh, really? I've seen clips of it. You know, I've seen the. I've seen it on the whatever. But I am. I. Love that show. It's, it's the best. Extravagant, like it's extra extravagant production. You Do you know? feel like it's the amazing. only one? What is it? Do you feel like the only one? Oh, uh, when I'm on that stage, yes. Yeah. But also like first year, you know, we just had like a back screen and you know, all the queens doing their own thing. And now every year the stage props gets more and more ridiculous mm, to yeah. the point where last one, we had these like two giant like stairwell things yeah. holding like a giant globe. Yeah. And we only used them like twice in the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Wasn't and, like yeah. Asia holding one. It the was glowing crazy. Thing? No, so the premise of the show for like last year was um, we are the universe is in danger, but we don't know from evil entities, but we don't know what this evil entities are. We never find out. Oh, wow. And keep them, yeah, keep them hanging. And we represent different planets. We're goddess of the different planets. And then when we get through all of the planets at the end, we all come out with giant stabs and we put it in this chair. And when all the stabs are in, this throne rotates to reveal the host, Asia O'Hara, who you've seen the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it goes into the closing number. That is so weird. <laughs> the whole time we were like, what is this evil entity that we were supposedly like, fighting against? And, and the call was coming from inside the <laughs> stage. Yeah. <laughs> and like the dramatic reveal at the end is like the host that's been there the entire time. <laughs> the whole well, time. you know, I mean, a lot of, you know, uh, usually it's people you know. Right. Yeah. The perp. 
It's somebody you know. It's, it's like been close she's been to. here the whole time. So yeah. she's evil or she's saving yeah. people? We don't know. Well, mar- most car crashes happen within 100 feet of the house. Open to interpretation. Yeah. 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 So it was like a philosophical piece. On I like love that. The evil is inside of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's somebody you know. You leave the you leave the club or the, the, the stadium uh, thinking. Yep. It's a thinker's drag show. <laughs> yeah. But the show is built to have one number per person, kind of. One number per person and... A group, an opening and a closing and a group and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And each person has like a little gimmick, you know, like Cameron Michael like drops down from the ceiling. And amazing dancers. Amazing dancers. Beautiful dancers. Beautiful dancers. Like plastic tiara gets like lowered from like the ceiling while like there's snowflakes falling everywhere. Wow. And. God damn it. You did that. Was it, was it the year you did that number with the dress with the the people under it, right? Yeah. With the long fabric. Incredible. Can Incredible. I ask how they travel with all that fabric? How does like how Trucks. do you even get into that? Um, you sort of have to like design the outfit in a way where you can like shrink down. Yeah. But the outfit itself is like an entire suitcase on its own. Wow. It's just fabric that kind of like I'm assuming just like hitches to your waist. Yeah. Wow. And then there's like um people on the side like pulling like the pedal one by one. Right. Wow. And one time, I think it was Amsterdam, um, when the helpers were pulling up the pedals there was like no rail bar or anything like behind them mm-hmm. so he just like fell straight off the stage and like oh no. to the ground <laughs> was I he okay casualties he, he's okay now oh, she was but, like he's dead <laughs> he's passed on but the whole time like i'm watching this happen and i see him just like go over and i'm like oh well the show must go on <laughs> wow. wow you were the evil that night I was the evil entity. Yeah, you were the, the sinister and evil entity. I'm dying to do that show. I want to do that show. Work the world? Yeah. You I'm think sure they would could. let me work the world? I'm sure you could, yeah. I would love to do that show. You'd have to probably commit to a lot of dates. I don't <laughs> I don't want to. You want to do one? No, I want to do six. Okay. <laughs> Limited engagement. This is a call to action. This is how we get our gigs now. We come on the pod. We say, this is what I want. Make this, it happen. Yeah, this Fine. is what I'm capable of. This is what I'm willing to accept. Wait, Katya, can we talk about the time when we were on tour together and we got stranded at Denny's? I don't, I don't know if you remember this or not. Was it in a rainstorm? Yes. Stranded at a Denny's? I do. What happened? So after like the show, we're like, we're really hungry. Let's go to like Denny's or something and get breakfast. And so we went to Denny's and our call time was, I think, 4 a.m. And it was like 3 a.m. And we had just finished eating. And then there was like a torrential downpour. Torrential. And it was like a small town where there's no caps anywhere. None. So we were calling fans for like a good like 30 minutes, right? Yeah. And then what did we we got a fan. So then Katya had to tweet like, hey, could someone please help us get back to our hotel? <gasps> so then Does these, Uber didn't exist? Uh, that town didn't have Uber. Oh, wow. Oh, that is stranded. Yo. Stranded. Yeah. Can and someone help us? The tour we were on, like if you didn't make it back on time, they would have left, left us <gasps> for sure. Bucktooth, Mississippi. Yo. Yeah. Whoa. I think it was Arkansas. Was it Arkansas? Or something I don't like remember, that? Where, I remember it where it was. was, but it was, it was somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then these like two random fans were like nice enough to like ran- come out in the, to the Denny's in the rainstorm. Down- yeah, they and saved drive us back to our hotel. It was amazing. <laughs> was it worth it? Incre- the yeah. food? I think so. Yeah, you know, Denny's what? is lit. Food yeah. is always worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kimberly, is this over? What it a is. moment! That's it. Can you believe it? Just like that, like like right. sands through the hourglass. Do you want to let everyone know where they can find you? 
Yes, um, my products are available on Kimchi Chic Beauty, which is available on kimchichicbeauty.com. Press the pink button. Oh, oh my God. Kimchi Chic Beauty. <laughs> so find me on Instagram or Twitter talking about keto. <laughs> wait, 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 what now? Keto? The diet? The diet. I talk saw your talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> Kim said, I haven't had carbs in six hours and I can feel my body going into ketosis. <laughs> And then I followed up with saying, never mind. I just had toast for breakfast. <laughs> Manage your expectations. Keto light. Yep. Keto. 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 Keto in a Speedo. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Well, All shit. Right. All right. On Bye. behalf of Dirty we just Dirty Dennis Stephanie. Yeah, we just want to thank you so much for joining the party. It was an incredible time. We hope we're coming to you back soon in the morning again. Kick button. Oh, oh. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.